This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Yeah, it's a devastating moment for, for the whole country and, and definitely Australians, you know, that are so far away from home. Um, this, but it is hard to, to, to answer your question. It, it is hard, but there's also... a, a um, fulfillment if, if you know you can find ways to be able to help the cause and, and do some good and, and um, help out help out as much as you can whatever you can um, there, there's some fulfillment that will help you sleep at night and and come to work the next day and, and do your job so um, you know that's what I'm trying to do is, is use my voice and use my platform to be able to um, you know bring awareness to this national crisis um, you know, because the deal is if everyone can um, learn from this around the world um, to try and prevent it from happening in, in their own countries, then, then that's the main goal here. Um, Australia's going through some tough times now and we'll get through it, um, as Aussies do. Um, but I think the lesson here is if everyone can learn from this on a global stage um, and prevent it from happening in, in their own country, then I think that's the goal. It's big, confidence building. Letting us know, you know, we could compete with the best teams um, in this league. You know, we just got to carry it over, you know, um, and accept the challenge every time we play against a, you know, a, a great team like we did tonight. Matter of fact, just anybody, not even a great team. What is up, Spurs Nation? Caete la boca, shut up, because you are listening to a Bucking Spurs podcast brought to you by BuckingSpurs.com and the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. I'm Robert Trejo Jr., your host of ABSP. Like the great GOAT, Coach Pop would say, we're all about players who are over themselves and are about team success, as are we here at ABSP. So follow in the footsteps that the greatest big three to ever do it have laid down for us, otherwise known as the Spurs way. Be a true team player and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast jam on. Get me open and nail that game-winning jumper by downscreening on your phone now. And just like the Spurs with five golden trophies in that trophy case, rate this podcast five golden stars. The beautiful game that we all know and love can only manifest itself by collective effort of sharing that rock. So don't be a pod hog and share this podcast episode to the rest of Spurs Nation. You can do that by following us on YouTube for more Spurs content like drive through Spurs takes and Spurs tacos and more. Of course, you can share and follow on us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If you want to make the first team all at BSP, go ahead and bookmark BuckingSpurs.com on your web browser now where you can show your support and visit our fan shop for Bucking Spurs hoodies, tees, laptop sleeves, iPhone cases, and more. What is up, Spurs Nation? On this episode of a Bucking Spurs podcast, we're going to break down our 126-104 win against Milwaukee and get into a little bit of what it all means for us and how we're playing right now, where our strengths are, where our weaknesses are. You know, we're going to put everything into context from this game into what it means for us for the next four games, five games coming up. we got a, a pretty nasty road trip in front of us. Um, so we're going to talk about all that and more. Uh, stay tuned. But first, I want to give a shout out to Sire Nova at 
Eric Gloom on Twitter for dropping me a new beat package that's going to be playing throughout this episode. It's fire. But let's drop my beat. Bucks part two was a lot of fun. I think just as fun as it as part one was at Milwaukee. We went into that game a little bit fearful of the fear of the deer. You know, we definitely are. I walked in there scared. You know, I, I really didn't know what was going to happen. You know, we we have been playing better, but hey, how are we going to play against the best team in the league? I don't know. You know, against the reigning MVP. Oh my God. You know what I mean? And I was nervous going into that first game, and we came out hot. I mean, we came out firing. We came out fearless. We actually came out and started playing the best basketball that we've played all season in that first game, but we couldn't put four quarters together and they were just too much at home. But hey, let's go see let's go see how well we play them at home. Let's get on this plane, let's head home, let's rest for a day, and now we got them again. Okay, so we got back-to-back games against the best team in the league. Let's see how they're operating right now and see <clears throat> how we can handle it at home versus away. Because honestly, we, we haven't been playing well anywhere at home or on the road, right? So we come in game two, and I'm wondering, okay, the starting lineup changes, right? Because we had Lonnie Walker in the starting lineup in game one. No, Der- no DeJounte Murray in game one against um, the Bucks. Brent Forbes came off the bench, and I don't think he was the first guy off the bench either in in that game. So in game two, we had DeJounte Murray back in the starting lineup. We had Brent Forbes back in the starting lineup. So I'm like, oh, okay, geez, this isn't going to go well because I felt like some of the reason why we played the reasons why we played well in the first game was because of Lonnie Walker because some of the lineups that that they threw out there were working. So here we go, start a game two. We're back to the way it was. I'm like, okay, great. We're regressing back to the norm, right? It's like, oh, here we go again. Just the same old, same old stuff. But no, this team came out just like they did in the first game. LaMarcus Aldridge is hot. DeMar DeRozan is, is a walking bucket. And this game, you know, spoiler alert, but we won this game, you know, pretty handily. And walking away from this, I don't know how to feel because if we go back and, and you know, go to the start of this month in the last episode, I talked about how important this month is and how tough this month is. That's that's no that's no mystery here. But I thought that loss against OKC was was disappointing. I think we've played well. We've played well in those games, but you know, if we were to take care, take care of uh, OKC, we'd be two and one right now for the month, and that's where we would want to be. So it's a good job. This game was was a lot of fun. Like I said, let let me go through some of my notes here for that game. Just what stood out. Um, 
early on in the first quarter, the Bucks went at Bryn. They went at him early. Um, the first two or three possessions, four possessions, you know, were were all targeted in Milwaukee to try to score on Bryn, and they they got hot early, right? Lamarcus Aldridge stayed hot from the three off the get go. It's just like, hey, is San Antonio kind of like softening up to LA now? LA starting to shoot more threes. He's starting to to be a little bit more of a guy who's willing to adapt and I think San Antonio appreciates that. I think the fans appreciate that. Like right now, if you were to ask me, you know, like do you want to keep LaMarcus Aldridge until, you know, the end of his career? If he's going to shoot like this, oh my god, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's shooting so efficient. He's shooting around 40 45% from the 3 that it's like holy crap. Why haven't we been doing this for two years? And we've been our, we've been upset as a fan base. We're like, man, he's good. He's he's a killer in that mid range. Why doesn't he shoot more threes? We want him to shoot more threes because we know we need to score more points because that's where the game is going. Blah blah blah. But the Spurs never did it. But Lamarcus Aldridge obviously could do it. He just never did. I don't know. But he's 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 on fire. He's playing amazing right now. <clears throat> when Giannis put the ball on the floor it seemed to me that like you know this is where san antonio was going to send the double team that they're not scared of his passing ability or shooting ability so when he catches the ball it's one-on-one it's one-on-one it's one-on-one okay until now he puts his his dribble down boom here comes two guy the second guy here comes the third guy and so every time Giannis was dribbling towards the rim by the time he got to the rim he had two or three to contest his shot and it was a smart defensive strategy it's just I mean that's that's pretty much all we can do against against the Greek freak man you can try to throw as many bodies at him on the way to the rim as possible um LA you know LaMarcus Aldridge was getting double teamed triple teamed Right, and he was he was making great plays out of that early. Trey Lyles is a rebound machine, right? This guy is unbelievable. He he had 12 rebounds, I think, in the third quarter, something like that. I'll, I'll find that later on my notes. But he's just rebounding at an extremely high level on both ends, the offensive end and the defensive end. We we turn it over a few times early and every time we turned it over Giannis would would go the other way and and put two points in the basket however he wanted but I think we fixed that early I'm talking about this in the first quarter everything I'm talking about right now is kind of going through the game and and Giannis was I don't know if he, he looked a little bit tired he wasn't you know just jamming it on us like he usually does uh in the fast break but you know, I think we fixed our turnover issue early. LaMarcus Aldridge is is feeling himself right now. He had like a little step back three. He's he's just he's just feeling himself on another level that and, and we we will go as far as LaMarcus Aldridge takes us. That's the way it is here in San Antonio right now. So, if LaMarcus Aldridge starts feeling himself, that's a really good thing for us. All right, we're going to take a little break. More Spurs versus Bucks when we come back. Hey everybody, want to let you know about the Green and Bold podcast, a podcast dedicated to news, insights, and opinions about the Oakland A's. My name's Joe Stiglich. I covered the A's for about a decade, first in newspapers, then in the TV world. Looking forward to delivering you all kinds of thoughts about the A's. And I'm David Feldman, longtime A's historian, A's media person, and we're going to get you into everything you need to know about Oakland A's baseball. So head to BigHeadsMedia.com or iTunes or Spotify or anywhere that you get your podcasts and listen to the Green and Bold podcast. 
So the first guys off the bench was White, Mills, and Gay, right? So those three came off, uh, off the bench and gave the starters, our two main guys, in DeMar DeRozan and Lamar Saldridge, a different look, a different group on the floor to play with because they played with DeJounte, Trey Lyles, and Bryn Forbes, right, for the first six, seven minutes of that first quarter. And then they got to play about a minute and a half, two minutes with Rudy Gay, Patty Mills, and Derek White. And I like that. I like that rotation. See, that's what I'm talking about right now. It's like, okay, we all knew that our problems were in-house and it was just figuring out minutes, lineups, or whatever. And and getting LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar a little bit of run with, with those guys is, is a lot of fun. So um, the subs that eventually came in for DeMar DeRozan were Jakob and Lonnie. So Lonnie come in with about two minutes left. Um, Lonnie and Jakob come in two minutes left in this in the first quarter and give us a little bit of energy there. Um, Giannis is just he's you know he's a monster. You know I, I think that in the first quarter we started very hot. We started getting good shots whenever we wanted. So we were hitting early too, and so were they. As soon as we, I think we cleaned up some things coming out here in the second quarter. But we start off slow in the second, to be honest. Sorry, right? but at the end of the first quarter. We're up 27 to 22, right? We're up five. And, and yeah, 27 is a lot of points. We didn't score 46 points in the quarter and break a record or anything like that. But we held Milwaukee to 22 points in the first quarter. And you got to be able to walk away with that thinking, okay, all right, they're they're having trouble right now. We're, we're, we're doing okay. And we got to keep going because this is going to be a fight after this first quarter. So going into the second quarter, we kind of start off a little slow. Uh, Rudy hits a three. Um... You know, we started doing a good job of forcing jump shots out of out of Giannis in the second quarter, um, playing send, sending help early. I kind of feel like you know, like every time Giannis caught the ball, um, we'd have a guy shift over to show that he was in help, but he wouldn't go for the double team right away. So we you know forced him into jump shots or, or make him a passer. Right? We can make Giannis a passer. Uh, I think that's that's where you're that's where you're winning that battle as well. Um, and then here comes DeJounte for Derek White. Nine minutes left to go in the second quarter. It's 28 to 33 right now. We're up. We're up uh, five. And DJ comes in and changes the game. And I want to talk about DJ a little bit and being one of the X factors for this game was because there's a stretch that he goes in this game where he doesn't even he doesn't miss a shot and he hit three threes in this in this or you know I'm thinking he hit more than three but he was just like three in a row I know he at least got three in a row and he he changed the game from this point on in the second quarter DJ comes in gets a bucket uh, DJ and Lonnie out on the floor was a lot of fun because they got to get on the break, right? So we got Lonnie going. We got DJ going. LaMarcus Aldridge comes in for Jakob, right? So now you have DJ and LaMarcus in there. And then, boom, DJ hits another three, right? His second of the game at this point. You know, Trey Lyles, boom, comes in, hits a three, right? And Bryn, Bryn Forbes are in the game now. So then we we have our starting unit back on the floor. And, and DJ just gets everybody going, right? At this point, about seven minutes left through the, through the second quarter, we're up 34-41. We kind of pulled it away a little little bit you know we're up seven points now okay we're building a lead things are going good and then here comes DeMar DeRozan starts to heat up too boom bucket now we're up uh now here comes DJ again he hadn't missed in the he was four for six at this point towards the end of the second quarter and then we just start making it rain threes here in the second quarter let me tell you who hits a three in the second quarter Rudy Gay hits a three in the second quarter DeJounte hits one two in the second quarter Trey Lyles hits one, 
two in the second quarter. Right, Lamarcus uh, Aldridge and Derek White chip in with one. Patty hits one. Right, so we sh we hit one, two, three, four, five, six, seven threes in this second quarter. So we shot. We we're just shooting the lights off. I mean, that bucket was just huge. Right, in the second quarter. So at halftime, you know, we saw that. We're doing a good job moving the ball. I think we're moving our bodies with energy at this point. That was some that was something that kind of stood out in the second quarter and it kind of shows, you know. I mean, we 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 played well when when we have energy and the body language out there is is where it needs to be. You know, we started hitting from 3. DeJounte stepped up in the in the second quarter. All you can, you know, it was an all you can eat buffet. Really. I mean, we won this quarter 38 to 30. So we scored 38 points in the second they scored 30 and we're we're up 65 52 at the ha at the half and then going into the third quarter you know mill starts off you know with uh hot with the three lamarcus aldridge gets his first bucket but not until about two minutes in so we start a little bit slow but um i'm sorry milwaukee starts hot not mills um we they start off hot we start off slow excuse me bryn uh, gets an m13 gets us going right and then at this point trey lyles is just a rebounding machine he has 12 rebounds, right? Seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Uh, DeJounte is, is, I think, after seeing this game, DeJounte might be better with this second unit. I'm not sure. Um, DeMar DeRozan, is, is, it's very easy to explain his game. He's a walking bucket. He had 20 points uh, in the third quarter, right? So he was getting his work done early, as I can say. Um, we can't score off their turn their, their turnovers it felt like that was a missed opportunity in this game if you want to nitpick is that when milwaukee turned it over they did a good job of getting back in transition and actually uh limiting san antonio's transition points in that end we could actually blew it up even more than we did here comes lonnie and it was cool to see lonnie and uh divincenzo play against each other and they were guarding each other for a little while because those two guys were drafted back to back in the draft, right before us in that draft, we, Milwaukee uh, picked up Divincenzo, and coming out of the Final Four, I was there at the Final Four in San Antonio, where, where uh, Divincenzo pretty much, you know, walked away with the MVP, undisputed. Just remember that guy just destroyed that championship game. Um, I was there. And it was cool seeing those two guys go at it because I actually wanted DiVincenzo for the Spurs. I thought it was a good look, but I'm glad we didn't because there was a freak athlete with untapped potential right behind him and Lonnie Walker, and we stole him. So that was a little fun. Um, I like when Lonnie Walker and Rudy Gay are on the floor together. It seems like they look out for each other. Like when if there's a transition break that Rudy Gay is bringing the ball up, he is actively looking for Lonnie. And I think since the opening media day uh, clips of, of uh, Rudy Gay talking about Lonnie, you can tell that he believes in Lonnie. He thinks that he's going to help us this year. And he looks for him out there on the floor. And Lonnie does the same thing back to, to Rudy in transition. So I like what, what's going on there. Patty was making it rain from three as well as we all game long and he had 14 points by the third quarter this is going to be a pivotal point for san antonio moving forward just like hey i'm not saying we're going to go on a 10 game win streak but hey a win streak can come because if we can walk away from here saying look we can compete and i'm saying oh we can beat the best team in the league and the milwaukee bucks you know we just beat the reigning the reigning mvp yeah we just lost to him the game before it's a certain situational the circumstances there are, are different 
different you know than just going and playing someone randomly you know you go out and you play in philadelphia or toronto and and you just think oh yeah we can beat them no we 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 played well against against milwaukee in the first game the second game we had home court behind us and and we used it we we should use this as a building block moving forward but we shouldn't expect us to shoot this well every night we shouldn't expect the other team to to kind of be a little bit of a dud i think maybe the travel hit them a little bit more than it hit us and we had our home crowd behind us right so we can compete with the best in the league that's not a problem i don't think that that's a that's been a question since since the get go and we've lost a lot of games yes but the the reason why we've had so many overtime games is because we've been competitive and we've been playing well enough to win. We just have not been winning games. And I think this might be one of those turning points where it's like, hey, look, guys, like we're starting to believe something, you know, we're starting to feel something in this locker room. You know, positive things are happening. It's it's going to be a snowball effect. I think the veterans in there know that. They, they, they've been in the league long enough that they've gone through ups and downs and it doesn't phase them. They just keep playing. It's just up to our young guys to to try to stay as consistent as they can moving forward and and hopefully this win can build their confidence and I'm talking about Lonnie, DeJounte, uh, Derek, Jakob, right? Like these guys, you know, um, Trey Lyles, man. Trey Lyles has been has been great uh, on on the boards, has been a machine. Uh, so I'm gonna go over some final stats right after this break for this game and talk about what stood out and what what didn't. Um, moving forward, it was a great win, great win, and now we got to take it on to the next one. Final takeaways from this 126-104 win from San Antonio is that we held uh, Milwaukee under 30 points for three quarters, right? 22 in the first, 29 in the third, and... 23 in the fourth quarter i mean only 30 in the second and when you can do that to a a team like milwaukee who's based their their offense around penetration and kicking out to open shooters and really utilizing Giannis going downhill and uh, that's that's what's gotten them to be the best team in the league right now um, like I said earlier, this win, there should be a little asterisk next to it saying that it was situational. It was a back-to-back game against the same team with travel, a travel day in between. And we had our home court behind us and, you know, that we used that. But if we take a little bit of a deeper look into this game, we can easily see that we shot way better than Milwaukee. We shot 51% from the field, Milwaukee 40%, Okay. Uh, another big, st- another big stat is that we took 35 threes, 35. I mean, we were only averaging like 14 for the first like month and a half of the season. And we've doubled that. So you can tell that there's, you know, the guys are talking, there's obviously been a shift in our offensive mindset and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with taking more threes. I think everyone in that locker room is looking at each other like, Hey guys, we're all shooting well, man. Like we all, we all can hit it. Patty's shooting well, Rudy's shooting well, LaMarcus Aldridge is having a career, um, you know, two or three weeks right now where he's shooting 45% from the three, DeMar DeRozan is shooting well, and I think it's important for those two guys to shoot more threes right now at this point in their career because obviously the game has changed and guys like those two 
don't have a place right now in the league. Look at Carmelo Anthony, and I mean, he just hit a game winner, you know, the other night. But these guys need to be shooting more threes, and it's just making us better because it's spreading the floor out so much that lanes are starting to open up for us, and those shots are, are, are a little bit easier to come by now than they did before. All right, so we shot 35 threes. We're 54%. I mean, that's that's unbelievable, right? Um, <laughs> Milwaukee was 15 for 45, right? 33%. So they just did not shoot the ball well tonight. And Milwaukee is, is a tough team, and you know this isn't how they normally play, right? We did get to the line uh, 19 times, which is, which is, you know, that's a positive thing moving forward too. But I think the big stat that separated this game was the rebounding, right? I mean, we had... 54 rebounds to their 38 we we're all over the boards limiting them to one shot I think they got a few offensive rebounds early in the first quarter and the Spurs did a, a really good job of uh, Taking that away and understanding. Hey, we got to find this guy and this guy because they're killing us right now on the glass And when we you know, there's a few possessions where we gave two or three attempts For Milwaukee to score and then we cut that out after the first quarter and that helped us out there too. All right. So other than that, I mean, it was pretty even across the board. Um, you know, 23 assists to 24 assists. We we lost that one. Um, you know, turnovers. We had 11. They had eight. You know, so we're both turning it over. Uh, points in the paint. They got us there. So I mean, it's just we're okay. We're okay here. I mean, it, it, we we're not gonna shoot this well every night, and Milwaukee's not gonna shoot this bad every night so that's 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 where you want to kind of see but we know now hey when we are shooting well from the three-point line you know we can make it rain with the best of them and hopefully that gives us a little bit of confidence moving forward there's still a lot to 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 be discussed this month it's a busy month in january it's a tough month for our san antonio spurs we're about to go on a four game road trip right and then we come back to play atlanta so we're gonna we're gonna play some tough games here against boston and uh, some east coast teams right so it's gonna be a lot of fun to see these guys play um i think we're playing well there's some optimism optimism to be shared throughout the community and spurs nation nation right now one lonnie walker is taken over by storm he is playing a lot better right um lonnie walker ended up playing 20 minutes all right so that's becoming a normal thing now where lonnie walker is getting in early in the first quarter and staying on the floor i mean the only the only players you know that played more than him were off the bench were patty and rudy you know um let's see rudy 25 minutes patty 23 minutes Derek also played 20 minutes so just like lonnie so Derek and lonnie are playing a lot uh uh together on the floor and that's 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 making us pretty lethal in transition. I'm not going to lie. And uh, Lonnie finished out with eight points. Patty Mills dropped a 21-piece on us. You know, Rudy Gay dropped 17. He played well. It seems like when LaMarcus, obviously LaMarcus Aldridge just got to play well for San Antonio to be successful, right? And he had 17 points tonight, right? Usually my take is he needs to score 17 to 25 for us to win. And he did that for us tonight. Also chipped in with a couple rebounds and a couple assists, but he was just so efficient from uh, shooting the ball tonight. He he made everyone else better by opening up the floor and giving everyone else penetration lanes to, to the basket. DeMar had 25.7 assists, so DeMar had a hell of a night too. And he got it going early. We put these guys away early. I mean, even Chemezi and Damari Carroll plays, you know, they got two minutes apiece. You know who didn't play at all? Marco Bellinelli. 
I don't I don't know why he played against, he played against the Bucks in the in the previous game. We didn't get any minutes in this one. Uh, they gave him to Demari. It seems. Uh, you know, it was it was a good game. Everyone shared the ball. You know, kind of a disappointing note is that in a game where everyone's shooting threes, our uh, best three point shooter and Bryn Forbes. You know, he had a four point play and, and then a, a two a two point. I think a mid range jumper. So he ended up with six points. You know, he was the only one that wasn't feeding from this. And and Bryn is going through a little bit of a shooting slump, but. A shooter's got to keep shooting, and and, uh, and that's what Bryn's going to do, and, and he's all right. He's just got to play through it. It's a long season, so long season. But there's a lot to talk about. Uh, on the next episode, I'm going to talk about my trip to up to the Austin Spurs. Got to see them play against the, the Greensboro Swarm, which was a fun game. Sat second row. Got to see a lot of these first-rounders play up close, so stay tuned for that. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast jam on. We are there. Make sure to go to buckingspurs.com to get all of the Spurs content. Follow us on YouTube. Go down right now and rate this podcast. Share this podcast with the rest of Spurs Nation. Hashtag ABSP, a Bucking Spurs podcast. We'll catch you on the next one. (laughs) 